0: your daily dose of debate, breaking news, and uncensored views. This is The Michael Medved Show.
1: And another great day in this greatest nation on God's green earth. A great day as we get ready for two great events. Well, they may not be great in terms of their impact on the United States, but they're great in terms of big. One of the events, in in fact, is tomorrow that uh... is the beginning of the uh... next debate uh... will this debate which has seven participants this time instead of eight make any big difference in the campaign or is it still the one who doesn't want a debate the one who doesn't come in and participate donald trump who is the clear nominee and the clear front-runner the polling of course continues to show President Trump in a commanding position in New Hampshire and in Iowa and in South Carolina, despite the fact that one of his main competitors, Nikki Haley, is a former governor there. Uh, President Trump, in fact, is getting ready for the next Republican revolution. Uh, There is a group of conservative intellectuals and planners and uh, government strategists who have already been meeting to see what uh, the next Trump administration would be like. We're going to be talking to Michael Hirsch, who wrote in Politico uh, about that new Republican revolution that Trump is planning. We will also be talking about that other big event that is coming up in a matter of days. Uh, That would be, uh, we're talking about six days from now, less than a week Government shutdown time. Uh, Kevin McCarthy has not given up. He is still going to attempt to avoid a shutdown. It ought to be possible because the only people who seem to want a shutdown are a small group. It's somewhere between 10 and 20 members of Congress who think that a shutdown is a good idea. If you think a shutdown is a good idea, maybe you can explain it. Uh, President Biden thought it was a good idea to join the UAW picket line in Detroit in solidarity with the striking auto workers. And uh, President Trump is meeting with auto workers, he's giving a speech tomorrow, to try to upstage the other seven candidates who are participating in the Republican debate, this one in the Reagan Library. Uh, We will uh, get uh, to that as well. And there is new polling that shows that uh, there is a potential third party candidate who could 100% guarantee Biden's defeat. Uh, Does that mean that it would guarantee Trump's victory? Probably, but that really depends on what kind of campaign this third-party candidate runs we will get to that as well on the Michael Medved show and what about the controversy concerning Trump uh, wanting to buy a Glock a collector's Glock that was dull gold as it was described and had his picture on it and uh, Trump 45 on it because he was our 45th president he also wants to be a 47th president Uh, We will see. Uh, It it is not against the law for President Trump, even though he is on trial for a variety of felonies. Uh, President Trump is perfectly legal to buy a gun. It is not legal for this particular gun store to sell it to him, however. Uh, We will get to that issue and to the issue of Bob Menendez. The uh, senator from New Jersey, who uh, is a senior senator from New Jersey, who now has a series of his colleagues, led by John Fetterman, interestingly, of nearby Pennsylvania, who are demanding his resignation, which all of a sudden makes the New Jersey Senate seat at least a possible open seat that would give Republicans a chance in the, the garden state. Would Chris Christie be interested in pursuing that Senate seat? It's a possibility he's not going to be the presidential nominee. Uh, We will find out how that develops. Meanwhile, this was the sound of President Biden uh, joining the UAW picket line in Detroit. Showing his solidarity with the striking auto workers. Remember, he has bragged about the fact that he is the most pro union president in all of history. Here's what that pro union president sounded like today. I'm our
0: spa of the UAW Picket Alliance, but not as a senator since 1973. But I tell you what, first time I've ever done it as a president. Okay? <laughs> oh, oh, sure. Watch me real simple, on am It'll be very brief. The fact of the matter is that. You guys, UAW, you saved the automobile industry back in 2008 and before. Made a lot of sacrifices, gave up a lot, and the companies were in trouble. But now they're doing incredibly well. And guess what? You should be doing incredibly well too. Stick with it. You deserve the significant raise you need and other
1: benefits. Let's get it! How we lost okay meanwhile this occurs where, with a, a news bulletin from the AP uh, it says that um, President Biden and his campaign are working on a critical project for his reelection bid make sure he doesn't trip in an effort to quell concerns about the president's age Biden's team is taking extra steps to prevent him from stumbling in public as he did in June when he tripped over a sandbag at the Air Force Academy. With a physical therapist, Biden has been doing specially designed exercises to improve his balance as far back in November of 2021. Uh, Biden will join the United Auto Workers picket line in Michigan on the 12th day of its strike against major U.S. automakers an effort to buttress his claim that he's the most pro-labor president in history and to show that he can walk in a picket line without falling down which would help him meanwhile uh... we are falling down and falling toward a Inevitable government shutdown, which will achieve nothing. It will harm the economy. Uh, it, it will clearly harm faith in government institutions in any sense. And uh, Leo, uh, Kevin McCarthy had uh, this to say talking to reporters at the Capitol this morning. And he is refusing, and good for him, to give up and to just accept the shutdown as inevitable. Uh, Here is Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. So if you're moving
0: appropriations bills, sir, then have you begun talks about moving a, a continuing resolution as well? Well, You've got to be able to to keep government open. I mean, and when you look at what the work that the members were able to do on keeping the government open, but at the same time securing the border, I think you would you would find a lot of support on both sides of the aisle for that. We're going to first put up the rule, be able to do the appropriation bills, and then we can move to the next. How soon could a CR be voted on that? Well, we've got the CR working now, so we could do it at any so do you believe you can pass a CR and send it to the Senate before Look, I, I'm a believer in everything
1: yeah I never give up I never give up uh, the, the difficulty with these CRs the continuing resolutions w- which would we'll just keep spending at its current level is uh it, it may not be able to get through the Senate in time to avoid getting into the middle of a shutdown And there's no question at all that if there is a shutdown and people feel the consequences and the economy suffers, it's going to harm Republicans, who right now are benefiting from Americans' perception that the economy stinks. Uh, We will get to that because it's an indication that age isn't the biggest problem for Biden. What exactly is, we'll get to it on The Medved Show. 1-800-955-1776.
0: The Michael Medved Show. That's 1-800-955-1776.
1: Michael Medved show there is a new poll from ABC News and the Washington Post neither of which are known to be particularly conservative in their orientation to say the least but those polls show that uh, 44% of Americans believe they've gotten worse off financially since Joe Biden has been president That is the most for any president in ABC Post polls since 1986. Uh, Just uh, 37% approve of Biden's job performance, while 56% disapprove. Still fewer approve of Biden's performance on the economy, only 30%. And here he is walking the picket lines now. The poll finds widespread unhappiness with the economy, even on metrics that objectively would tend to indicate recent improvement. Only 35 percent of voters consider the current unemployment rate excellent or good when it's historically excellent, in fact. 57 percent rated it not so good or poor, Uh, but it's prices that are really causing Biden problems. Uh, the poll probe for details of that sentiment, finding two major irritants, which you know. Food prices, of course, rated negatively as not so good or poor by 91%. Uh, because there are a bunch of food stuffs when you go to the market that are just literally double the cost of what they were. And then their gas and energy prices are rated negatively by 87%. This is the biggest problem for Biden in his potential race against Donald Trump. Age is one problem, uh, but this problem is bigger. Uh, the The guess and the commentary and the uh, approach to this by a lot of the experts, including the folks over at 538 is that, even if uh, Biden somehow were a younger man, or at least came across as a younger man, uh, with this kind of rating of the economy, it wouldn't help him that much. Because this makes it very, very difficult for Democrats to make believe that uh, they're going to win with him. And uh, there's another item Uh, in that regard that I think is fascinating is uh, there's the uh, big debate coming up, uh, the one at uh, Reagan Library, that's tomorrow night, but there were two other debates that have now been scheduled in November and one of them is another candidate's debate for all of the candidates who meet the criteria that they lay down by the Republican National Committee and that'll be probably another debate it may not have seven candidates I don't think Doug Burgum the governor of North Dakota he's going to be there tomorrow night but I don't think he will be there in November in Miami when that debate takes place there's another debate scheduled for Georgia it's going to be moderated by Sean Hannity and obviously for Fox News Uh, that debate is between Ron DeSantis who is running for president and Governor Gavin Newsom of California, who is not running for president. Now, what does this signify? Uh, What it signifies is that there are a lot of Democrats out there, including people who are very prominent in the party, who are being very quiet about it and very mute about it, but they're looking for a lifeboat. They're looking for some other kind of alternative that uh, is going to be more electable than Biden. And on both of those issues that we're talking about, the issue of Biden's age and the fact that he's not going to get any younger, nobody does except in the movie Benjamin Button, based on a Scott Fitzgerald short story. Okay, that's a fantasy. Nobody gets younger. And uh, Joe Biden is 80 years old. And he's going to be even older at the time that people are making their crucial decision in this upcoming election. Uh, Fox News announced yesterday that it was hosting a debate in late November between Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida and Governor Gavin Newsom of California. A highly unusual clash between two of the nation's best known political leaders who are not running for the same office. Fox News, in calling it a red versus blue state debate, said that the 90-minute event will be held in Georgia and broadcast on November 30th on the Sean Hannity Show, right after Thanksgiving. Uh, Mr. Newsom, a Democrat, and Mr. DeSantis, a Republican, have agreed on Mr. Hannity as the moderator. Uh, Mr. Newsom had challenged Mr. DeSantis to a debate for months. And Mr. DeSantis accepted the invitation in August. I'm game, DeSantis said on Hannity's show. Let's get it done. Just tell me when and where. The announcement came as Mr. Newsom was on a campaign call for President Biden as a Democratic surrogate. That's ahead of this week's Republican primary debate that is coming up in California at the Reagan Library. Mr. Newsom has repeatedly insisted he's not running for president in 2024, and his full-throated embrace of Mr. Biden has earned him some allies in the White House. He traveled to Chicago this month to raise money for the president's campaign at a convention preview for donors. Yet Mr. Newsom is widely seen as a potential candidate if for some unforeseen and unlikely reason, Mr. Biden should decide not to run. And he is also viewed as a leading contender in a Democratic primary in 2028. And look, I mean, Fox News is scheduled this debate for close to the end of the year, November 30th. Could they be assuming that by that time uh, it, it would be a debate between two potential nominees? If if Biden does withdraw, I think that it is likely that Gavin Newsom would end up as the nominee. Uh, Newsom's spokesman suggested the debate could still fall apart. We've agreed to the debate, provided there is no cheering section, no hype videos, or any of the other crutches DeSantis requested, said the spokesman, Natalie Click. We want a real debate, not a circus. Andrew Romeo, a spokesman for Mr. DeSantis, Welcomed the event and raised the prospect that Mr. Newsom could wind up as the Democratic nominee. Whether Newsom or Biden is the Democratic nominee in 24, they both offer the same failed and dangerous ideology for America that helped get us into this mess, Mr. Romeo said. We look forward to putting Ron DeSantis' record of success up against it. Well, they will be doing that, but there's another record of success that is being promoted by uh, a bunch of planners for the new trump administration uh, there's a fascinating and very detailed article by michael hirsch who's going to be joining us called inside the next republican revolution telling us what to expect from the new trump administration if it happens we'll get to that coming up on the Medved show you can't handle the michael Medved show On the Michael Medved Show, one of the uh, details about the Bob Mendez uh, indictments, and they're very serious indictments, and they they probably should and will mean the end of his Senate career. He had been indicted before, eight years ago, and uh, he never got acquitted but what happened was they had a hung jury in other words they couldn't get all 12 people to see him as guilty for similar charges of bribery and it was just different people who were bribing him before it was an eye doctor in new jersey uh this time it is uh a uh an arab american a businessman who was trying to take charge of halal meat being imported from the United States back to Egypt and was actually trying to use Menendez's um, power and influence as chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee and a veteran Democratic senator trying to use that to uh, get more favorable treatment from the al-Sisi dictatorship. In in Egypt, uh, Al Sisi, by the way, has announced that they are going to hold elections there, which uh, are are very very widely expected to be controlled entirely by the government and to easily re-elect uh, General President Al Sisi as the uh, president of Egypt. The uh, uh, Senator Menendez had this to say. He did a. Uh, a press availability, it wasn't a press conference, even though they built it as such, because he didn't answer any questions. He didn't take any questions. By the way, they could have asked him one of the questions when authorities searched the home of Menendez, which, by the way, was a long time ago. They searched the home of Menendez last year. It was about the same time as the FBI searched uh, Mar-a-Lago and found those documents. They found more interesting stuff at the Menendez home, including a uh, a $60,000 Mercedes convertible. I actually thought they were more expensive than that. But they found one that had been given to the uh, senator's wife, Nadine. And when authorities searched his home, they found more than $100,000 worth of gold bars, plus. Uh, more than $400,000 worth of cash. Uh, And the cash had been sewed into pockets and uh, basically he said it was there uh, to help in emergencies. Uh, In October, uh, before the FBI had found all this material, Menendez allegedly looked up on Google how much is one kilo of gold worth. Uh, He was clearly working on this uh, bribery deal, but he said this in his own behalf uh, yesterday. Listen.
0: For now, I want to address four things. First, a cornerstone of the foundation of American democracy and our justice system is the principle that all people are presumed innocent until proven guilty. All people. I ask for nothing more and deserve nothing less the court of public opinion is no substitute for our revered justice system we cannot set aside the presumption of innocence for political expediency when the harm is irrevocable to those who have rushed to judgment you have done so based on a limited set of facts framed by the prosecution to be as salacious as possible Remember, prosecutors get it wrong sometimes. Sadly, I know that. Instead of waiting for all the facts to be presented, others have rushed to judgment because they see a political opportunity for themselves or those around them. All I humbly ask for in this moment in my colleagues in Congress, the elected leaders and the advocates of New Jersey that I have worked with for years as well as each person who calls New Jersey home is to pause and allow for all the facts to be presented.
1: Okay, uh, that's uh, Bob uh, Menendez trying to speak in his behalf. Uh, Mr. Menendez left the occasion without answering questions shouted by reporters about the gifts, including gold bars and a Mercedes Benz that prosecutors say he received as bribe payments. He did, however, attempt to offer a justification, and you've got to love this, for the $550,000 in cash that investigators found during July 2022 searches of a safe deposit box in his home in Englewood Cliffs, New Jersey. Much of it uh, stashed in clothing and closets or stuffed into envelopes. Some of the envelopes containing the cash had the fingerprints of a businessman charged in the scheme charged with trying to bribe the senator Mr. Menendez said that it had been his habit to withdraw cash from his savings accounts to keep at home a tendency he said was rooted in his parents experience in Cuba under communist rule Uh uh-huh this may seem old-fashioned he said adding I look forward to addressing other issues at trial. It was the first time he had appeared publicly since federal prosecutors in Manhattan unsealed a 39-page indictment that accused him and his wife, Nadine, they married in 2019, of accepting hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes in exchange for wielding his political influence to benefit the government of Egypt and business associates in New Jersey. The indictment Depicted a far-reaching web of political corruption involving aid and weapons sales to Egypt, and efforts by Mr. Menendez to persuade state and federal prosecutors to go easy on his associates in these criminal cases. Now, here's something that I I just found out, and it's partially because there is a, a mayor of Hoboken, New Jersey, who may challenge Rob. Menendez. Now, Rob Menendez is not to be confused with Bob Menendez. Rob Menendez is Bob Menendez's son. This is like a little bit of a Hunter Biden deal in reverse. In other words, Rob Menendez is a member of Congress. He got elected to the House uh, because his father is very popular in that district, which his father one time represented before he was elected to the Senate and uh, he is stuck with his father's side during the allegations menendez won election to the hispanic majority seat last year the same seat his father previously held years ago his path to congress was heavily facilitated by bob menendez his father and uh, ravi bala who is uh the mayor of hoboken is making calls to democratic leaders in the area signaling his interest in running Uh, Representative Josh Gottheimer, who is actually one of the most moderate Democrats in the House of Representatives, is a possible Senate candidate if Bob Menendez vacates his seat. He uh, contributed the maximum, $3,300, to rob Menendez's campaign and will host a fundraiser for him in D.C. Uh, meanwhile, Representative Andy Kim from the 3rd District, another Democratic congressman from New Jersey, just launched a challenge to Menendez. He slammed the senior senator for claiming he was being targeting because of his ethnicity as one of the few Latinos in the Senate. Kim said, I guess he doesn't have a whole lot of material to push back on. The issues about race and accusations that he was targeted because of race are absolutely ridiculous uh there are a bunch of democrats who agree democrats will tell you who coming up on the Medved show
0: your daily dose of debate i think you are the greatest debater on radio today the michael medved show 1-800-955-1776 the michael medved show
1: congressional delegation from his state saying Menendez can't continue to serve and John Fetterman becoming the first Democrat senator to say Menendez quote cannot continue to wield influence over national policy
0: I've called on him given the gravity of, of the charges to step aside but New York Congressman George Santos himself, the target of a federal investigation, with a different take. Do you think Senator Menendez should resign? I think everybody is innocent until proven guilty. So I don't. I don't think he should resign.
1: Isn't it amazing that George Santos is still there, and Menendez may be out of the Senate before <laughs> before George Santos is out of the house amazing Cory Booker who is the other senator from New Jersey who was a presidential candidate and and by the way was one of those presidential candidates who it always surprised me that he he didn't do better in the Democratic primary process because he's a smart guy he's an impressive guy and he's He's not part of the extremist wing of the party, neither is Menendez, by the way. But in any event, Cory Booker has a statement today, which is actually, I thought, pretty good and it's pretty appropriate. And I'll read it to you in its entirety, because it it makes, I think, an important point, and I think he's right. Uh, There is, however, another higher standard for public officials, one not of criminal law but of common ideals. As senators, we operate in in the public trust. That trust is essential to our ability to do our work and perform our duties for our constituents. The details of the allegations against Senator Menendez are of such a nature that the faith and trust of New Jerseyans, as well as those he must work with in order to be effective, have been shaken to the core. As Senator Menendez prepares to mount his legal defense, he has stated that he will not resign. Senator Menendez fiercely asserts his innocence, and it is therefore understandable that he believes stepping down is patently unfair. But I believe this is a mistake. Stepping down, writes Senator Booker, is not an admission of guilt, but an acknowledgment that holding public office often demands tremendous sacrifices at great personal cost. Senator Menendez has made these sacrifices in the past in order to serve. And in this case, he must do so again. I believe stepping down is best for those Senator Menendez has spent his life serving. You know who agrees with him? Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, she's still a congresswoman for right now, even though she's not speaker anymore, obviously. But uh, she was on MSNBC and she said this. Do you think he should resign? I respect their position that they are taking, and the charges are uh, formidable. And if, in fact, we're going to say that if you're indicted, you should resign, we have a situation in the House, uh, as you know, from Mm -hmm. the state of New York, uh, that that would hold uh, too. Uh, But right now, sadly, because of the challenges that we face, because the skepticism that exists in our country about governance, about this Republican Party that doesn't believe in governance, doesn't believe in science, so wants to take down everything in order to give tax breaks to the wealthiest, we've got to stay focused on that. And for that reason, it'd probably be a good idea if he did resign okay uh basically she brings it down trying to blame republicans for his wrongdoing which is completely unfair when she talks about the situation in the house that's uh, george santos that she's talking about uh the wall street journal has an editorial today they say the senator is innocent until proven guilty so why are his fellow democrats so willing to run him out of office before a trial The calls for his resignation came fast and furious over the weekend, most notably from New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy and members of the Garden State's Democratic House delegation. His son, uh, Rob Menendez, did not call for his father's resignation. He's standing with his dad. The uh, alleged facts are so serious that they compromise the ability of Senator Menendez to effectively represent the people of our state. Therefore, I'm calling for his immediate resignation, Governor Murphy said in a statement. Now, it's the governor who would uh, appoint a replacement, uh, I believe, as it works under the New Jersey Constitution, temporarily. Uh, He's right, the charges are serious, says The Wall Street Journal, but Mr. Menendez was indicted before on corruption charges and he beat the rap. The jury couldn't agree on a verdict and the Justice Department eventually dropped the charges. Our guess is that the democratic rush has something to do with electoral politics. The state assembly is up for election in November. New Jersey is one of those states where they have gubernatorial elections and everything else on the odd years so it's this year 2023 not even 2024 and mr murphy doesn't want news of democratic corruption dominating the campaign uh better if mr menendez resigns now all this all the more so because the senator is up for re-election in 2024 and his party's hold on the seat could be in jeopardy if he's the democratic nominee sure enough New Jersey Representative Andy Kim announced on the weekend that he'll challenge Menendez in the Democratic primary next year. As Mr. Menendez said, the facts in his indictment are the prosecution side of the story, and he deserves a chance to tell his side in court. We hope he does better than claiming as he did this weekend. Listen to this. I am being persecuted because some people simply cannot accept that a first-generation Latino-American from humble beginnings could rise to be a US senator. You really think that's that's the deal here? That the black prosecutor, whose name is Damian Williams, uh, that the black prosecutor went after him because he couldn't accept that a first-generation Latino-American son of Cuban immigrants from humble beginnings, could rise to be a U.S. senator. Mr. Menendez's problem isn't his ethnicity; it's the gold bars, it's the cash, it's the Mercedes-Benz convertible that prosecutors say was payment in an alleged quid pro quo for using his office to protect and enrich three New Jersey businessmen. But uh, he shouldn't have to resign to make life easier for Democrats. He deserves to be judged by a jury or the voters. So the uh, Wall Street Journal saying it should go until the next election, it's going to be very difficult for him to function under that situation. Uh, Speaking of uh, the Menendez case and uh, some of the... uh, problems that people can face and remain politically viable. We're we're in a situation where the prohibitive front-runner for the Republican nomination has four different major indictments against him, plus some indictments against his company, where that particular trial is beginning in October. And October is, as you know, it's just a couple of weeks away. Um, But President Trump is uh, concerned with some higher matters. He had uh, a very important issue that he raised in Somerville, South Carolina. Uh, Listen. But on the other hand their windmills
0: are causing whales to die in numbers never seen before. Nobody does anything about that. They're washing up a show. I saw it this weekend, three of them came up. They wouldn't, you wouldn't see it once a year. Now they're coming up on a weekly basis. The windmills are driving them crazy. They're driving they're driving the whales, I think a little batty.
1: Okay, uh, There is not a single scientist anywhere uh, that b- believes that President Trump is right, that the windmills, because windmills see, operate with wind. They are not in the water. The whales live in the water. Uh, A spate of nine whale deaths in New York and New Jersey in the last two months have prompted several New Jersey GOP lawmakers to question whether the deaths were linked to development of a major proposed offshore wind farm in the area, but scientists say unanimously there's no evidence to support a connection between the two. Trump loyalists will clearly see that connection. And what else are they planning for the next Trump administration? A fascinating look at inside the next Republican revolution. And would it be a revolution if Trump won the election? Well, wait till you hear what Michael Hirsch has to say in this greatest nation on God's green earth.